All right, and before we jump into it, you know, I got a shout out to all the iPhone users. Can you please, if you're listening to this episode, just hit up the iTunes uh, podcast and look for Educated Hustle. And when you do, please give us a review or rate us. We really, we really need it from you guys so we can keep delivering better guests and give you better quality episodes. So if you can, just hit us up on iTunes, leave a review, and make sure that you keep listening and keep hustling. Emilio, what's going on, man? Ooh, that was smooth, bro. You sound like it was like an automatic recording for a second there. <laughs> but it's all good, man. No, it's all good. It's, it's I'm a, it's pulling. A, I'm pulling pages from your books, man. Pulling pages I, from my book, yeah. man. Trust me, by by the this like a second episode doing this about a third episode, fourth episode, you'll be like automatic with it, just like hook shot in white water, roll back right there. If you if you catch it to all my NBA street people, but I'm doing good, man. I mean, it's another week. It's crazy because this is a episode 28 for us so i mean i feel like we can only go so many free episodes before reminiscing but i mean still we're almost at the big free yo we're almost at the big free yo it's got to be crazy because we started back in may and now here we are in november and we're like we're eating you know somebody somebody gives zeke the <laughs> right there with him like it's crazy yeah man we're uh we're just we're just happy to have a constant listener base man i feel like you know right now we we uh we we have a steady following that comes out and supports educator hustle so i'm really excited to uh to you know keep doing this man it it seems like it's we got people that really find value for it and they keep tuning in so um we just want to be bigger and better man exactly exactly and you know it's crazy because i think we, you know, I don't know when the transition happened, but it used to be like, you know, before the weekend, we were probably getting about 16 or so plays. But now we're getting like 16 plays on the first day going into the weekend in the 20s or so. I mean, you know, to the to the more established, not big numbers, but for people like us who we literally saw that thing go from real low to to decent. Like, it's amazing. And, it's, it's you know, like you said, I, I'm glad that we have an audience that's listening, supporting. And the cool thing about it is, you know, it's not just in the United States. We got people in Great Britain. We got people in Mexico. We got people in France. We got people in Germany. So, I mean, I wish I could say hi in all those languages, but I can't. But I no, I'm trying to, though, on the inside. So, I mean, it's just amazing. Like, we, we, I think... You know, we're just we're progressing. We're, we're getting better and we're getting better. And that's why we want you guys to just go out there and let people know about Educate Hustle so they, too, can get hooked by the energy. <laughs> Most definitely, man. And uh, I guess today uh, preaches about accountability from others, which really helped her start her business. Miss um, Alicia Nicole, who has her website called TheAliciaNicole.com. Uh, she's a clarity coach, which I was kind of chatting up with my co-host saying, you know, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really know what that was before this interview, but she definitely provides clarity <laughs> to that, uh, to that statement. And, uh, you guys are really in for a treat. Yeah, you guys are. And I think the cool thing about it is I think someone once said the same where if there isn't a position or title for it right now, why don't you create it? And I think that's what she did. She's like, Lil, I think what I am a clear I think I'm a clarity coach. So she, you know, created being a clarity coach. And it's just cool because, you know, once again, this is someone who who's 
been the same shoes as all of us where you know you have your doubts you have your fear and anxiety but you overcome it and you push through to start your own business and that's what miss alicia does she started her own business and she has her hands in so so many cookie jars because she's a blogger she's an author she's a consultant clarity coach i mean the list goes on and on and on and, and she does all these amazing things and she is literally just you know around our age if not our same age so i mean it's even more crazy just knowing that there's people out there with these successful ventures and really pursuing it so from this episode you're just gonna gain more insight on what makes her stand out and what feeds her to be great and honestly i cannot wait 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 for you to listen to us so you know what we're gonna make sure that wait is real short real short let's get to miss alicia nicole All right, and we have today's guest, Miss Alicia Nicole, who is a clarity coach. Alicia, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. We just wanted to have you on to explain a little bit what a, a little bit more about what a clarity coach is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a clarity coach is someone who basically helps their clients gain clarity. I know that sounds really simple, but um, what I do is I help creatives or people who are wanting to be creative entrepreneurs kind of guide them through all the millions of ideas that they have um, and then just kind of guide them in the right direction of which one they should focus on. And then I also, after we kind of get to that aha moment and they you know, are kind of comfortable in what they should kind of focus their brand around, I then help them to monetize and grow their actual business. So I, I really like helping people who are new in the industry. That's why I like to focus on more of the clarity than the actual like business coaching. Because if you don't know what you're focusing on, then you really don't have a business at all. <laughs> you see, that's some great words to hear. I think your clarity coachness is shining for that answer. So I kind of want to ask, I mean, you've had a numerous amount of clients. Mm-hmm. In your experience, what is something you see yourself helping your clients with the most? Um, definitely gaining clarity. Um, like I said, I, I work with people who either have a ton of ideas or kind of have an idea for a business, but they're not sure if it's good enough to, you know, be profitable or to make money from. Um, so my biggest thing is really just kind of like molding and shaping their ideas into, I call it like their sweet spot. So really just helping them figure out exactly what they want to do, how to make money from it, and how to also turn it into a sustainable business, not just something that's temporary or anything that'll help you make quick money. Um, I'm all about building a brand around doing what you love and not focusing on what's trending at the moment, because that can be cause a lot of hesitation. Yeah, I agree with that. And I wanted to know how you, how did you get into, you know, being a clarity coach? Cause I never heard of mm-hmm. it before. So I kind of want to see, you know, where you got the idea from. Yeah. So I, this isn't my first run running a business. Um, I actually had a jewelry business um, prior to starting the Alicia Nicole. Um, and because of like the things I experienced in that e-commerce business with like failing and not knowing what branding is and having all kinds of ideas, I honestly didn't want other creatives to experience those same things that I did. Like I didn't want them to run into some of the same roadblocks. I didn't want them to completely fail and have to spend tens of thousands of hours trying to Google the answers. So um, 
I started out, of course, just being a business coach until I noticed a lot of the people who were coming to me were newer in the industry or just had like an idea um, that they were just wanting to build on. So I started as basically offering business advice, but still focusing like our first two or three sessions on just making sure that they're comfortable in the idea that they want to pursue, making sure that they, you know, feel like this is something that they can actually do in real life. Um, So that's basically where it came from, just my prior experience and of not knowing what the heck I was doing and not wanting people to experience some of those same things. Well, I, I mean, you, I feel like you thoroughly broke it down, and I kind of want to get a little bit more. In yeah. Depth, you know, basically, when you were talking about the, how this is not your first go around, mm-hmm. you kind of explained that in your biography that you use a lot of excuses to talk yourself out of starting your real career. And I mean, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of people suffer from that. So I kind of just want you to explain to the people, like, what was that point where you just put your foot down and realize, you know what, I can make this leap. Yeah, I think my biggest, like, girl, what are you doing moment was I I remember reading, like, an article. I think it was on, like, Entrepreneur or Fast Company, one of those uh, sites. And it was about, like, an 18-year-old, like, billionaire. And it was, I mean, it, it wasn't in the jealousy realm of, you know, I'm going on, like, 24, 25, and I'm not a billionaire yet. It's more of this kid is, like, fresh out of high school, like making it happen for himself, you know? And I was sitting there like, you know, I have all of these ideas. I really want to do this. Like why in the world am I not just trying it out? Why am I not, you know, just seeing what could possibly happen for me? And that was kind of like my wake up moment of like, girl, you got to quit making excuses. Cause I would always, you know, say, oh, I'm going to try this once I know more. Um, or I'm going to, you know, pursue this once I get enough money to fully put into it. And sometimes you just have to say, forget all of the excuses. I'm going to try it. And if I fail, I'll keep trying it and, you know, just kind of work it and see what works. So that was like my big aha moment when I saw like these kids, YouTube stars and like people in tech companies, like literally going out here and doing what I wish I could do. And I was like, I am grown compared to these people. Like, I can do this. If they can do this, I can do this. So that was kind of like my kick in the butt to quit making excuses, to quit procrastinating, and to really just quit letting fear take over. And I always say I, I want to live rather than just existing. I don't want to be 60 years old saying shoulda, coulda, woulda. Like, I, I don't want to – I want to have stories to tell to my grandkids. Like, I want to be that that – grandparent who has stories to tell about the paces they traveled and the businesses they built and I realized then I couldn't do that by just staying stagnant (laughs) I mean I think you just got to go back and like pick whichever one you want from that that was a a treasure trove of gems and I had to give it especially because we're a big believer a big proponent of hashtag yes yeah you just gotta like kick them out. I mean, everybody has excuses. I'm not going to say you just can't, you know, go through life with no excuses, but you got to know the difference between making an excuse and letting that excuse stop you or having an excuse and still figuring a way, figuring out how to like push past it. Definitely agree with that. And, um, you know, glad to hear that you're doing well with, with your, uh, your venture into entrepreneurship. I kind of wanted to get into, you know, when did you realize that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Oh, gosh. When I was 15 years old, 
and I was working at my local grocery store. And I remember they were like, not giving me my hours like on my paycheck or something. And at then right right then I knew like I, I just can't deal with authority and I can't deal with someone else being in control of my money. <laughs> um, and I remember I actually quit that job because they wouldn't let me have a day off because I wanted to go to a football game and they wouldn't let me have it. So I was just like, you know what? This isn't for me. I quit. <laughs> so I guess it kind of like started then. I knew right then that I wanted to be able to make my own rules. I wanted to have control over my own life, over my own money. And I really just have a problem with authority. I think that's the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How did you explain? How'd you explain that to mama? Like, why are you holding up so early? I, I want to go football yeah, game. Yeah, I no. think I told her <laughs> that they were, like, cutting my hours or something. And then it just kind of, like, breezed away. And I think I ended up finding, like, another job, like, a month later. So really didn't give it too much time for her to notice, really. <laughs> it's going to kill me if she hears that's, this. That's the way to do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. I mean, that that's crazy. But, I mean... I think one of the cool things about you is like you you have your hand in so many cookie jars and you know you're not just a, a clarity coach you've also are your own offer and you read well not research to say but you self-publish your own mm -hmm. book the blogpreneur could you tell like our, our listeners what they can expect once they actually read that book and then this mm -hmm. you know a little bonus question how did you really push and motivate yourself to get that book out? Because, you know, we have a lot of aspiring authors that listen. And one of the biggest hurdles they come across is, like, the motivation to actually finish and put, you know, words to paper. So could you just kind of explain, like, what drove you to actually Yeah, get so um, The Blogpreneur is my first book. And it's really the resource I tell people all the time, the resource that I wish I would have had when I first started the Alicia Nicole. So if you are looking to take your blog from just like a random online space and turn it into a profitable online business, this book literally takes you through each and every step. So from figuring out your target audience to getting your branding together to writing better content, to marketing yourself, to even creating your first product or service. So this book literally takes you through every single step of turning your blog into an actual online business. Because when I first started blogging, I didn't know that I could make money from it. I didn't know it could be a business. Um, when I first started The Alicia Nicole, I honestly thought the only people who made money from their blogs were either entertainment bloggers or super like high-end fashion bloggers. And that was only because they were working with like Gucci and like J. Crew and Target and stuff like that. So I didn't know it was possible until I started to get deeper into blogging, started getting deeper into like the whole blogging community. And I saw people who looked just like me, who lived, you know, regular normal lives like me actually making a living from it. So the blogpreneur is definitely a resource that I wish I would have had um, a few years ago. But um, I decided to self-publish this book because I am a writer at heart. I absolutely adore writing. Um, and I always, I guess as a kid, I always wanted to write my own book, but I didn't think it was possible. So I'm probably like a lot of people who still don't think it's possible to kind of publish your own book. And um, I did my research and I started researching exactly how to get published by like a big publisher and honestly you needed like a huge audience you know you needed um to pitch yourself to like you know 
every single publisher out there. And I was like, I don't have time for this. I'm super impatient as well. So I also, I don't have, you know, a thing for, I hate authority and I'm also <laughs> super impatient. So <laughs> I was, yes, very, very, deadly combination. Very deadly. So um, I was like, well, I'm just going to figure this out myself. So I actually took a course by um, Regina of byregina.com. Um, she did a couple years ago and it, it wasn't even a course. It was like a month challenge. And it was basically to write your first book within 30 days. And that kind of gave me the push I needed to finally like put this thing out there. And what really held me accountable to make sure I actually got it done was I started telling people and, you know, once you tell somebody something, you can't really renege on it because you don't want to look like a fraud or you don't want to look fake. Um, so I started telling people, which gave me the push. And then once I was about a little over halfway finished, um, I actually started opening pre-orders. And I knew once people started buying it, that like, there was no way in the world I could, like, just stop and say, eh, I changed my mind. So that really, just that accountability really helped me to push forward and actually finish it up Ooh, pressure makes diamonds yes yes <laughs> yeah real interesting um i kind of had a, a two-part question um one if you can kind of give a give the plug to to where they can give the book at i think the audience would love that and then also um could you you know you, you explain that people can make some money off doing a blog mm -hmm. could you explain um how else people can profit off being a blog? Yeah, yeah. So you can find the Blogpreneur at um, on Amazon, actually. It's on Amazon. And you can also find, like, the quick link to it on my site. Um, if you go to com slash shop, you'll see, um, like, a little button you can click, and it'll take you directly to Amazon. Um, but, yeah, so people can definitely, you don't have to write a book, of course, to make money from your blog. Um, so how I explain it is you're basically just figuring out what you're really good at, which is finding your focus or gaining clarity um, in your brand, and then figuring out how you can use what you're good at to help your audience, audience's biggest pain points. So if me, I'm really good at let's say starting a business, then I'm going to want to attract people who are interested in running a business or starting their online business. And that way I can start selling resources like an ebook. I can sell a different, my coaching services. I can sell my book and it's all going to be related to helping people um, get started in their business or grow their business. Um, and even if and you don't necessarily have to be in the business realm to make money from your blog, you can be a fashion blogger working with brands. So if you can get, you know, working with Old Navy or working with Target or even some of your local brands, set you a price and start pitching yourself to people. You can make money like that. You can, um, one of my clients who I adore, she is um, in like the fitness industry. So she does like pop-up work workouts uh, around her city and all over like North Carolina. So you can make money doing that. It's literally just trying to figure out what you're good at, you know, what you can see yourself doing, and then also figuring out how you can take that to solve one of your audience's biggest pain points. Okay. Yeah. And that's that's crazy. Like you know, pop up pop up fitness mm -hmm. thing. That's like <laughs> that's very innovative. That's actually interesting. And um, I kind of want to continue on that wavelength. You, you know, you mentioned how um people can use their blog to figure out what resources they want to use to attract their audience. Mm -hmm. um, so 
I guess the first thing I want to, well, you know, the thing I want to really ask is, um, how did you get to that, that point of knowing, okay, I'm going to make this product and, and have it be sold? Because, you know, you have planners, mm-hmm. um, ebooks, like what, what really was where you just, what was the moment where you're able to say, I'm going to do this and like, how did you actually push yourself to actually do it? Yeah. So it all was in demand. So my coaching services, I didn't go into starting the Alicia Nicole at all, thinking I was going to be able to be a coach. Um, but I decided to start offering those services because I kept getting people asking me more about how to start a business, how to grow your brand, how to sell things. And it got to a point where it was like, you know, I absolutely love helping people and giving people advice. But at this point, I can't keep doing it for free. Like I have to make it worth my time. So I started offering my coaching services and like my planners or my books, they literally were all just resources from me listening to my audience. So if you want to sell something, but you're not sure exactly what you should be selling, ask your audience what they're struggling with. So if my audience tells me that they're struggling with creating their content each month, keeping up, um, you know, with their stats or keeping up with their monthly income, I'm going to go create a planner to help you do that. If you're telling me that you really want to turn your blog into an online business, but you have no clue how to change from just going from hobby to actual business owner, I'm going to create a book to show you that. So if you can get clear on your audience's biggest pain points, you can create an abundance of content and products and or services that they'll need. So, and that's, that's really how I go about it. I just simply listen to my audience. I do a survey, um, at the beginning, usually at the beginning of every year. And then towards like the middle of every year, just simply asking my audience, you know, what is it in your business or your blog that you're really struggling with right now? What do you wish you had more of? Literally it's usually like one or two sentences. And out of those maybe 50 or 60 responses, I can have a whole maybe half of year worth of content planned. I can have at least three or four big major products that I could create just from that survey that I sent out. So, yep. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Whew. Matt, Matt, you know what? Do one more too. I mean, I, I think your last answer and that answer, I mean, you thoroughly just navigated the field right there. So, gems. Gems, people, go back, rewind, listen. It's Thank worth your you. time. Yeah, no problem. And um, you have a free community on your website called uh, Biz Boost. Mm-hmm. Um, what if people want you know wanted to join the community? What what can they expect from it? So you can expect um, a group of creatives. Um, it is mostly women. Sorry, guys, but we would love guys in there too. Um, <laughs> you can expect just a a group of creatives who. I say just understand. Like, we're not in there boasting about, you know, all the products we're creating. It's not all about just self-promotion. We really want each other to feel like we have someone to lean on or a group of, you know, brainstorming people. If you feel like you have um, an idea that you need more feedback on. I really want it to be, like, a place of hope, I guess you can say. I don't know that that sounds kind of cheesy, but I really just wanted to create a community where other creatives can go no matter what stage in your business you're in and know that you're not alone. 
Um, running a business can be very, very lonely. Um, and I think it's very important to have, you know, a business bestie or a community that you can go in and just vent sometimes and say, look, this mess is hard. I need somebody to talk to. Do y'all feel me right now? So that's really what I wanted to create. Um, we also have daily prompts. So, you know, some days I'll have you share your most recent, um, blog posts or share your most recent, um, product. On Thursdays, it's like a Q&A Thursday, so I have like a feed, and you can literally pick my brain about anything for an entire day. So um, I, I really just want to create like a, a space of just creatives who understand, a space of creatives who just get it and just want a shoulder to lean on when this gets hard. And, you know, I, I think that's phenomenal because, as you said, I'm mm -hmm. sure business is hard and, and can be lonely at times. And, you know, this this digs into another one of your side hustles. You actually recently did a blog about managing mm -hmm. fear and anxiety. Could you kind of explain, like, why so many people suffer from this? And also, how do you help, I mean, particularly mm -hmm. your clients? Come yeah, back? so that's kind of like where I'm trying to take my brand into now. So not only just coaching, but within my coaching helping people get over some of the, I call them mental blocks that stop them from even starting a business. So I know we like to think, okay, well, I don't know how to write a blog post, so I'm not going to start this business, or I don't know how to create this product, so I can't start this business. But a lot of times, that's the least of many people's worries. So, and it, it, I've, I've learned this just because I've gone through it, and just talking to like my past clients as well, that the thing that stops most people from even getting started is typically fear. And if you are moved by fear, then that's when anxiety comes in. That's where overwhelm comes in. That's where comparison comes in. So during my coaching calls or working with my clients, actually before we even get into the clarity part or figuring out exactly what it is that you want to focus on, we talk about what's holding you back. And I like to have like serious, like down to earth, I'm your homegirl conversations with my clients. <laughs> so if you if you need to cry, I, <laughs> trust me, girl, I'll sit there and cry with you. But um, I, I, I like to get down to the root of what's causing that fear. So we're not, you know, just afraid of the boogeyman or we're just not afraid of you know, I don't know, the world ending. That fear comes from usually like a deeper root that we don't know of. So if you are afraid of failing, that possibly be because maybe you tried some things before and it didn't necessarily go in your favor. And you kind of have this thing where you're thinking failure is like the end of the road when honestly, failure is just the beginning because you have an advantage now to fix what you started and try to go back at it in a different way. So I like to just get to the root of what's causing that fear and then we can take it from there. Okay. And then um, after, you know, after they get over the, you know, figuring out what scares them, what their fears are, what comes next? Kind of give a, you know, a kind of rough outline of what your one-on-one -on -one coaching process looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So typically we spend the first session just kind of getting to know each other, talking about what they feel like it's holding them back. Um, it's not always fear. That just so happens to be the most common element. I know a lot of people struggle with time management or they struggle with comparison. So we just kind of get to the root of what they feel like is holding them back. Um, and then we go into the clarity portion. So I take them through an exercise that I like to call finding your sweet spot. 
Um, and that's basically just helping to figure out what they love doing, what they're really good at, and also figuring out how they can take that to help the people they want to attract. So we spend time doing that, get into that aha moment, um, as I like to call it. And after we have, or we're getting more comfortable in the focus area, we then go into branding. So that's more of putting together your messaging, figuring out how you want to position yourself in front of your audience. Um, we talk about your core values um, and things like that around as branding. I don't go into the actual visual part of it. Um, I talk more about like the personal branding side, I guess you can call it. Um, and then from there, um, we go from branding to talking about content. So how do you put yourself out there in front of your audience? How do you begin to build their trust? And content is a huge part of that. So we go through, I have another exercise that helps my audience take what they know um, and just kind of survey their audience and figure out the best ways to really target the people they want to attract. So whether that be through blogging or video or you know, just talking about going through social media and I also help them brainstorm new ideas um, and then not lastly we talk about how to take those content ideas um, and turn them into actual paid products so we talk about how to develop maybe a couple blog posts and turn into an e-course or how to take their one of their main opt-ins or something and turn it into uh, maybe one of their services, how to expand on that. And then lastly, typically we uh, follow up and it's more of like a, okay, what have we gone over that you're still feeling a little unsure about type of session. So we kind of wrap up everything. We go over everything that we've learned, make sure they have like a good idea of how they're going to start launching their products and services. Um, and then I check up with them, you know, usually like a few weeks after our final call together just to see how everything is going. So each client, um, that's just like a basis. Each client, just depending on where they're at in their brand, of course, it can be, you know, structured a little bit differently. But that's just like a basics of everything that I try to touch on during my coaching calls. Yeah, it's like it's like Ooh. six or seven Boy, weeks or six or seven. Broke the seven. Play so it's not all in one session. That's that's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's great though i mean i think you i think you just thoroughly kind of you know let people know what thank, to expect when they you. come for you for some help so that's good i'm glad i am glad you go so in depth so i mean what we want to do before you know we have the sally on our interview is we want to ask you the final two questions all right so the first one's easy the first one is how can the people reach you Oh, you can find me at thealishanicole.com. Um, and I'm literally everywhere on social media at thealishanicole. So I keep it easy. <laughs> yes, that was that's probably the quickest one we've had. Yeah. So, that was, so you kept it real easy. <laughs> okay. And then the second question is, and you know, take your time, how much time you need. But mm -hmm. What is some parting words of wisdom you would leave with our listeners today? Oh. Yeah. Deep. Yeah. Deep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Take your time, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this is only what they're going to remember the most. Oh, my goodness. No, no, no pressure. Movie. No pressure. No pressure at all. Um, I will say to do what's in your heart or do what you feel called to do instead of doing what society tells you you should be doing. I feel like in this creative online world, it's so easy to get caught up in what's trending right now or 
what's helping people to make a hundred thousand dollar launch goals and all of this when in all honesty that may not even be your goal so i would definitely say as, as cheesy as it sounds literally just do what you feel most called to do or do what you feel is in your heart how are you going to make an impact on the world and you're not going to do that by doing what sally jesse and joe are all doing just because it's cool that's my little two cents i hope that was good <laughs> man man you know what man it's always good just to just to hear those powerful words that you leave the listeners with i mean <laughs> Miss Alicia Nicole, you have blessed us beyond tremendous belief. We just thank you so much for even taking a small time out from what you're doing. Greatness, I already know. Just to talk to us. So we appreciate it so, 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 so. Thank you. No, thank you guys for having me. I always get like super nervous doing stuff like this. So <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> And there you have it, folks. Miss Alicia Nicole giving us that clarity we all need in our lives. Emilio, what'd you think, man? I mean, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. Definitely, definitely, definitely a great interview. I mean, it's cool that we we get all these consultants up on here. Well, I should say in her case, a clarity coach on here. I mean, just you just you gotta love it because I mean her beginning is like what we all go through. You just you know fear, anxiety, thinking that we can't do it, and finally realizing, you know what, let me push through and get there, and, you know, she got there, and I think, you know, with her, like, you you really do get that sense of she's well on her way, and I mean, I'm excited to have someone like her on the show, because it just continues our track record of having these not necessarily known, no, not super A celebrity people, but just still good, inspirational, home grown talent on here so it's, it's amazing and you know what i find it funny but i love it whenever someone comes on here and they say these beautiful words of i saw people that look just like me do it so i had to do it too amazing <laughs> i agree man and i didn't know what a clarity coach was before we had the uh the interview with her so um definitely enlightened me on to what you know someone else can do and how you can even if you're listening to this and you're like, yo, I can do that. Maybe you can uh, start the wave of clarity coaches in uh, in America. So, you know, if you feel inspired, let us know, man. Let us know. <laughs> you could say that she provided clarity to the situation. <laughs> I had to. I don't care. Wow. Proud of it. <laughs> Anyways, going off that on the disc, the favorite part of the episode for most of you. How you, yes, you, can reach us. Educate Hustle can be reached with a variety of different means on social media. You can follow us on Snapchat at Educated Hustle. That's all one word, Educated Hustle. There we post snaps, little inspirational things, and stuff of that nature to get you going throughout the week. We are also on Instagram at Educated Hustle Podcast. Once again, that is Educated Hustle Podcast. There we post pictures, let you know what's going on with episodes throughout the week, or even try to stay relevant with some good social issues. So please, please don't hesitate to follow us on Instagram. You can also follow us on Facebook. If you search for Educated Hustle, that's two words, Educated Hustle, you know you reached the right page because you will see that logo that you all know 
and love. And of course, I'd be remiss if I don't stop the plugs to do another plug. But if you like what you're hearing, you really feel like we're making a difference and you want people to know more about the Educator Hustle game, please, 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 please do not hesitate to leave us a review. I'm reaching out to my iTunes people because you guys have the power. If you haven't yet, leave a review. Let us know how we did because the more reviews we get, the more awareness we get, and the better shows you all get. So please, please leave a review. Now, anyways, Back to the regularly scheduled plugging. You can follow us on Twitter at educated underscore hustle. Once again, that is educated underscore hustle. There we do tweets, interaction, daily things. That's probably one of the quickest ways to reach us because it goes right to our phone. Now, going off that onto something else. If you really feel like we just inspired you, we really made you feel something or you just want to collab with us or just be a guest on the show you can always email us at educatorhustlepodcast at gmail.com once again that is educatorhustlepodcast at gmail.com hey and i think you uh you had a little singing there going on man you was out there you out there just feeling the tunes today <laughs> oh, man, I think you got you. I just, you know, you say you say this thing so much, it's like you gotta add your little flavor <laughs> to it, just a little something, something to get the people, you know, hyped and ready to go. But all right, man, you know, yeah. you gotta lead us out, bro. Go ahead. Oh man, people, 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 let the blessings keep raining down upon you. This is just a great time to go out and do something. I mean, you hear it every week from our guests, but really. Take the time to go and do something amazing. I saw a video today. It was, it was Gary um, Gary V talking about how he twice, twice missed the opportunity to invest in Uber. And he basically left $300 million on the table. Now, for those that don't know, Gary V is a very successful man. And while the $300 would have made a difference, he's still living good. But he still is like hurt and, and motivated by that fact. And... You should take that and apply it to your life. Because even if a man who has social sexual is still striving for more, you can take that and strive for even more. Like, that's the cool thing about this whole life thing is you can always do more. You can always be more. And do not let, you know, the door close your potential because there's no one forcing you to close it. The only person that can close that door is you. So go out there, use your potential, use your time, be wise, go out there and just, well, <laughs> I guess as the show says, just go out there and hustle. <laughs> and yep, as always, you got to stay educated and keep hustling.